Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. The heat wave is going to the NFC North. And Packers Brown. Winter is coming. Oh, we just did the Browns. in the North. We just said the Browns and now we're the Packers. The Pack of Browns. The Pack is Brown. You guys completely just shit all the over best my jazz answer. singer of 2020. Pack is Brown. Winter is coming in the north. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just shit all over my intro. I was, right, anyway, go I'm going to go like I, I didn't hear you. It's time to R E L A X. Relax and listen to the Packers. We are on the summer heat wave, 32 teams in 32 days, every single fantasy-relevant player, only with Brodo Fantasy. Don't forget, we do this twice a week during the season where we give you every single player that is fantasy-relevant. Come check us out. We also give you three full episodes, a recap episode as well, plus an extra episode. You can find the extra episode on patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy, where you could also sign up for our listeners' leagues and get extra episodes and extra giveaways and fun stuff like that. Also, BrotoFantasy.com is where you can find our newest articles that we just put up, our rankings. We are Fantasy Pros rankers, and everything you need in fantasy. We got it. Um, So check us out. Uh, at brotofantasy.com. Let's start with the offensive outlook for the Packers. It is Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett year two. A lot is said about Matt LaFleur uh, and his run first style, but Nathaniel Hackett might be the true mastermind of this. In 2017, he had the Jaguars as the number one rushing team in the NFL. Before he was with the Jaguars, he made the Bills the number two rushing team in the NFL. Last year, eight rushing TDs for the Packers, tied for seventh in the NFL. Obviously, Nathaniel Hackett likes to run, and that is what his bread and butter is. So how does that affect the quarterback? It also sounds like he writes novels in the 1980s. In the 1880s? Hey, I'm Nathaniel Hackett. Read my novel. People don't talk like that in the 80s. I was born in the 80s. I don't know, man. He sounds like an author. Maybe the 1880s. You sound like a guy in, like, yeah, like 1880s. maybe. Maybe he is an author. Isn't Nathan- Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hawthorne Hackett. maybe you're thinking of? I think you're thinking Nathaniel Hawthorne. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was that old guy. And I saw Hawthorne. Yeah, when that was, was Nathaniel Hawthorne? The American novelist who was born in Salem, Massachusetts. The 1800s. There you go, Nathaniel Hawthorne. Young Goodman Brown. The Scarlet Letter. The Scarlet Letter. There you go. Good author. It's better at his job than Nathaniel Hackett is. He's a whore. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's start with Aaron Rodgers for the QB talk. Um, For all the talk of him falling off last year, he was still 11th in yards, 8th in TDs. He had the fewest interceptions of any qualified quarterback in the league for finished as the quarterback 10. And this season he has gas. And I know the Twins are going to give me shit for this, but I don't care because we're not playing Madden. These are human fucking beings with emotions. And they drafted Jordan Love. And for the first time in years, he's feeling pressure. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's so he, sad. He's going to play he, so good now. Yeah, he can't just R-E-L-E-X. Oh, my goodness. R-E-L-A-X. R-E-L-A-X, PC. This isn't Madden, all right? I think 
Aaron Rodgers will finish as a top seven quarterback this season on the back of his emotional ride to the Holy top. Moly. How about that? The GOAT rides again. That's one of the worst takes I've ever heard in my life. The worst thing I've ever heard is Tim on this pond. Can we can we place this down as a bet? Oh yeah, let's make this a bet, please. Why what we should have been making like? a bet. That should have been a segment on the heat wave, a bet at the end of every episode. <laughs> what bet? What bet would you like? Uh, you said Rogers is gonna be a top seven QB. And what do you, and what are you what are you taking? Under? Under, obviously. Put your money where your mouth is. Write it down, biatch. Alright, me and Michael are both taking this. Okay. Yeah, it's written down. Jason, aren't you the one that's lost the most bets the last two seasons running? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Close man, close oh, man. aren't I the one who absolutely demolished you two years ago and won last year as well? By a Let's slight margin last year. Anyways, Aaron Rodgers. a very Rogers. slight margin. How in the actual world that we live in is Aaron Rodgers still being drafted as a top 10 quarterback? How? How is because he, he the QB 10 As a top 10 ADP? quarterback last season. Yes, Tim. Throwing to no one. With Devontae Adams missing half the season. He's 37 years old. He's been on a clear decline for years now. The guy just decides he's not going to throw to any receiver if there is a defender anywhere near him. He throws the ball away like half his attempts. I want you to go to YouTube. I'm sorry for cutting you off. I want you to go to YouTube and look at missed throws by Aaron Rodgers to receivers. And see his receivers fucking up great throws all year. Aaron Rodgers is a bitch. I will not be doing that. But he does Besides not throw that. into traffic anymore. That's why he doesn't throw interceptions. Ten of his 16 games last season, Tim. Ten. He scored less than 15 fantasy points. That's ten games where you look at your fantasy lineup and go, ugh. That is absolutely disgusting <laughs> out of a QB. He had four games over 25 points, which is great, which is why the that's the only reason why he was drafted at, I mean, he ended as QB 10 overall. He was nowhere near that as throughout the actual season. And now, they didn't even bring in any new weapons. They brought in Devin Funches, who's not even going to be on the team. And they drafted A.J. Dillon, a second-round running back. And they already have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams in that backfield. It's not like A.J. Dillon's going to help the passing game. The only positive thing I could think of for Aaron Rodgers is the fact that the Packers were the worst 13-3 and team of all time last season <laughs> and are clearly not going to be that record again. So they're not going to be leading in games which means Aaron Rodgers is likely going to be passing a little bit more. But I think it's absolutely absurd that he's being drafted as QB10 when he had 10 games last season with less than 15 points and is just a year older with no new weapons. Boom. I don't think any of that is boom. Boom. Boom, think, boom, I think, boom. I don't think any of that deserves a boom. What, was his, what was his true throw value, Jay? I see you got true throw value open. I, I forgot to... Add that into the... He was 12th last season. 12th in true throw oh, value. 12th. And he didn't good. throw any picks. That's a bitch-ass throw value. No. I, no. <laughs> pretty nope. good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, let's go over. Speaking of pretty good, to the running backs. Aaron Jones, 16 touchdowns, sparked a finish as running back two in PPR leagues. Slept on as a pass catcher. 49 catches for 474 yards and three TDs. Saw the 11th most targets... In the NFL last season, out of the backfield, all this on only 62% of the snaps. That was 15th in the league. Number four in evaded tackles last year. Number six in yards created. He's not just a product of the team in the system. He's a very good running back, and right now he's going as running back 10. I think that's fair for him. Um, I think he will continue to be a pass catcher 
because of the lack of wide receiver depth. And a lot of people, because of so many rushing touchdowns last year, see him as like a goal line type back. And yes, he did have a crazy amount of touchdowns in the on the goal line. And he probably won't have those situations again. But he is an underrated pass catcher. And I think that he's more yeah. Alvin Kamara than he is Nick Chubb or Derrick Henry. And I think that that brings value. Dude, in my... Um Fantasy Pros notes. By the way, if you go to our rankings, we have notes there for some of the players. I literally wrote, I don't know if a running back has ever received less praise than Aaron Jones for his 49 catch, 474 yard, two touchdown receiving line. No one talks about it. I think it was three touchdowns. Receiving was two. Either way, no one talks about it. As if it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, look, dude, Jones was a stud and a half last season. Like, he ended as the second overall running back behind Christian McCaffrey. It was like three, that, Tim. It was three. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There like, you. that level stud and a half. The problem with Jones is, well, I mean, last season, real quick, we were all huge on the Aaron Jones train in the third round. Jason drafted him in the FFPC Football Guys Players Championship, took, him to, the, a- took him to the overall championship where he could win 500K, was in the top 10 overall entering week 15 before the team faltered a little bit but yeah check that check that out too if you go to brotofantasy.com you could click a link and play on ffpc and there's leagues where you could win 500k that's not a joke that's actual real life happening but the problem with aaron jones is the insistence with matt lafleur and nathaniel hawthorne over there writing books deciding that they need to share that backfield like, they won't just let Aaron Jones be the guy, and that is clearly going to remain the case this season after they added A.J. Dillon in the second round. With that being said, I still think many people are overreacting by passing on Aaron Jones late second, early third. I've seen him go in the third round in uh, some recent FFPC drafts, and it's kind of mind-boggling to me. Despite being 15th in snap share and 18th among uh, running backs in opportunity share, he had the 11th most rushing yards. He had the 11th most targets and ended with the 8th most receiving yards. I know he was extremely efficient with the 19 touchdowns, but he he was also top 3 in goal line carries. Like, even when Jamal Williams had the entire drive, Aaron Jones would come in if they got to the goal line. That was his role, and he was very good at it. He scored 19 damn touchdowns, 16 on the ground. And 19 touchdowns isn't going to happen again. That's out of the realm of possibility. Fine. I understand that. But that doesn't mean he can't score 10 touchdowns again this season, especially if he's going to be the goal line guy. Last season, if you cut his rushing yards from 1,084 to 1,000, right? So you just basically cut 100 rushing yards away. Cut his receiving yards from 474 to 400. Cut his receptions from 49 to 40. We're doing some nice cuts here. Drop his touchdowns from 19 to 10. This is a completely different running back. You have 220 fantasy points, would have been running back 10 in 2019. He's currently being drafted as running back 11. Boom. Is that worth a boom, Tim? We just cut off a I don't know, bunch. because here's here's where, where my concern is. And I, I, I agree with you. I think that, look, I'm picking in our money league. I mentioned that I'm picking fourth in our money league. If I'm picking fourth and Aaron Jones finds a way to me in the third round, I'm going to be ecstatic. But if he's there in the second round, I don't know if I could take him, and here's why. 14 of his rushing TDs last year came in the red zone. That's what happens when your quarterback is a bitch, though. And But he also they also just drafted A.J. Dillon, and let's look at what A.J. Dillon does because people were surprised 
that A.J. Dillon went so early. Why were they surprised? Because he's not kind of that overall does everything back. This guy is six foot, 247 pounds. That is a big boy. And he bursts through holes. He's not agile. He can't shake anyone, but he can run over motherfuckers. And he's only caught 21 passes in three years in Boston College, so he's not a pass catcher. Is he the touchdown vulture? Did they not like what they saw out of Aaron Jones enough last year in the red zone to give him that all that work this year? Do they want to take some of that off of his shoulders? I mean, that's, AJ Dillon is the type of guy that would take some of that off his shoulders. That's fair, but like if you're the Green Bay Packers, you saw what Aaron Jones did last season. Like, why would you just continue to not give this guy the ball as much as you can? Also, this is kind of getting overlooked. Aaron Jones is a free agent after this year. This is his fourth year in the league. Maybe they were just taking A.J. Dillon because they know that they're not going to sign running back Aaron Jones because running backs don't get extended these days. Hmm. That's interesting. That and they know Jamal Williams isn't the running back in the future. I got a question. So are, are you saying that he might be more motivated because it's his... It's his... Uh, Saying so he might be more motivated and the Packers might use him more. Oh, I don't, so he, he might be more motivated. So motivation matters. I said motivated because you saying. said motivated. That wasn't the point oh. I was making. Oh, 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 oh okay. Can attest to that. Oh, okay, Tim, okay. shut up, Tim. So motivation matters now. I was making the point that A.J. Dillon might be around for the long haul. I'm tired of Tim. I'm tired of this kid. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, any reason to... is A.J. Dillon's definitely like a handcuff that I would pay attention to, but... Even if Aaron, uh, we'll get to this later. Let's go to the wide receivers. Devontae Adams. I also, mean, real quick, though, because we didn't discuss A.J. Yeah. Dillon or Jamal Williams. You did kind of discuss A.J. Dillon. These guys are just handcuffs at this point. I know Jamal Williams is usable in the flex at times last year, but with both of them there, I don't really see either of them carving out a significant role unless something happens to Aaron Jones. No, no way. Um, let's go to Devontae Adams and the wide receivers. I mean, in terms of Devontae Adams... Obviously, one of the ta- most talented receivers in the league, if not the most. Um, he is widely considered the best route runner in the NFL. Um, scored in the 96th and 99th percentile in Matt Harmon's reception perception against man coverage the last two seasons. Number four in hog rate over the last two seasons. So when he's on the field, he gets the ball. And he played 96% of the snaps in 2018. Last healthy season. I mean, there's some concern about nagging injuries, uh, especially an injury like turf toe, where that's just... Uh, uh, I had I had Devonta Adams shares last year, and I was watching him go crazy in that game before he got hurt. I mean, there's no reason why Devonta Adams shouldn't be the first or second wide receiver off your fantasy boards. I have him a third. Yeah, third. I'd rather have Tyreek Hill. I prefer Tyreek Hill. The as thing well. is, I don't think I'm gonna have any Devontae Adams this season. I don't know what it is. All right, first of all, Devontae Adams, shout out to him because he was he sucked. Like he legit sucked. Matt Harmon says like it's the biggest jump he's ever seen in reception perception. He worked his ass off to get where he is today. So shout out Devontae Adams. But there's just something that's missing. He has one season in his career over a thousand touch a thousand yards. He has one season in his career over eighty five catches. Like. And talk about injury history. In his career, he's played at least 12 games in every single season. So there's just something that's off. And I don't know what it is. I'll tell you what's off. I'll tell you what's off. 
Jordy Nelson existed three years ago. But the the, the thing he is, is no. a number two receiver no. for years. The thing for me with Devontae Adams, the reason <clears throat> I don't have any shares and I don't see myself having any shares is, like Jason said, something's off. It just hasn't, hasn't all come together for him. Do I want to bet that this is the year it all comes together? Yeah, because you're paying for a ceiling right now. I don't know, guys. Like, and you just said Aaron Rodgers had the most red. I mean, Aaron Jones had the most red zone touchdowns last season. Why? I'm surprised to hear because this. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw in the into traffic these days. Devontae Adams only had five touchdowns last year in his twelve games. I'm, the combination of A Rod being a baby back bitch and Devontae <laughs> Adams just somehow in his career, there's just always <clears throat> something going wrong. I have him as my third wide receiver. I'll take him if he falls to me in the mid-second, but he's not going there. And I'm just not going to have him on any of my teams, and I'll take the risk that he has a 1,386 and 13 touchdown season, like in 2018. But it's not going to be on my team, probably. I don't know. I, I, I'm taking him in the second round. I'm not taking him as my first Devontae, pick. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be uncomfortable taking him in the first round if you don't if you if that's the strategy you want to go with. If you're not draft, I, I mean, for me, I want to draft a uh, running back early. But if you are not doing that, I don't see any problem with drafting. I get it. I guess it just decides who you like, because like I have him at twelve right now in my rankings overall. But I'm just a running back guy. Like, so I feel like if I had the turn, I'd rather go with Miles Sanders and Aaron Jones or something like that. I yeah, sure. I I would too. But, dude, I'm shocked to hear you guys say anything bad about Devontae Adams. That just somehow something. it didn't pan out. He's only been the main wide receiver in Green Bay for two seasons now. This is his third season as the main wide receiver. Like, Jordy Nelson was there. Yeah, but... Jordy Nelson but was Aaron Rodgers' guy. Both times, it was a bad pick at ADP because of injury. Like, no, if he's healthy... No, not, not true. Not true. Two yeah. years ago, he was a fucking... 2018, ridiculous. he was a stud, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you said 2018. I thought you were saying last year. But yeah, 18 or 19. <clears throat> I mean, no, I agree. But Devontae Adams is just somebody I'm okay with being wrong about. Because if the people who are drafting him end up getting A1 Devontae Adams, they drafted him at the area to get an A1 type player. So I'm not going to be upset about it. I'll like, say I'm this. okay not owning him. I already said this. He plays 96% of the snaps in 2018, and he was number four in hog rate over the last two seasons. I want that guy. But Especially also, if that, Aaron I mean, that plays into it, the fact that there's no one else to throw to. I mean, first yeah, but of he's, all... He's good enough to get open even through double teams, and that's one of the things that Matt Harmon no, goes over. I like, know. I'm not scared of that. I was saying that is a good thing. There's no one else to throw oh, to. Oh, yeah. Let's there's talk about something no one else off to about to. Devontae Adams. With me. Let's talk about nothing else to throw to. Alan Lazard. Yeah, no I mean, look. All right, first of all, we'll start with the guy who opted out, Devin Funches. The Packers are now better because Devin Funches opted out. I don't know why you guys hate Devin, Devin Funches. Devin Funches is one of the worst football players. All right. I What? Now that that's... I mean, that was basically my notes for Devin Funches. So he opted out. Nothing changed. I don't know why you're... I don't, you're know, I don't why know why you guys are so down on Devin Funches. Why are you shocked probably... by this, Tim? <laughs> I don't understand you. <laughs> anyway. I mean, Devin Funches is not one of the worst football players of all time. Jono Allison's off the team. We're looking at MVS. We're looking at Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard's the guy I would choose if I'm picking a guy on the Packers. Every time Matt LaFleur speaks, it's Lazard that he mentions after Adams. Um, when he talks about his wide receiver room, Lazard was top 15 in success rate last season. He had a better yards per attempt, rating when targeted, and completion percentage than Devontae Adams. See? There's just something off there. 
And he had a better PFF grade than OBJ. And this was a small sample size, and he was targeted a lot when he was on the field. But Lazard's not really going that high. So I can take a shot on Lazard, but I don't want anyone else on the Packers. You just said that... In the, besides, like, after their studs. You've been taking shit on Aaron Rodgers this whole time. <clears throat> like, I, he can't support two wide receivers. He can't. If, that, if that's what you're saying. Then why would you take a shot on him? Because he's his ADP warrants it. And by the way, we Devin just talked Funches, about how Devontae Adams gets hurt all the time. Devin Funches in his last healthy year, 63 receptions for 840 yards and eight touchdowns. Oh, man, what a year. <laughs> that's, that's a top oh, three. That's a, that's a wide receiver three or better year. No doubt. Come on, man. What do you mean, come on, man? You guys are haters today. He was the um, only option for Cam Newton who just throws jump balls. Don't be hating. Let's go to tight end. <clears throat> Sternberger. Sternberger and Fries are there, and I'm not going to take them, and that's the end of that. If you guys want to talk about those guys, go ahead. Sternberger was a third-round pick last year. We know that rookie tight ends don't pan out. He played six games only because of ankle injury, so this is kind of his uh, rookie year again in some way. Look, the ghost of Jimmy Graham last season went 38-4-47-3. Like, is there much more upside for Sternberger? I don't think no. so at the moment. So the thing with because Chase Sternberger is one of those guys who's a very trendy pick right now be, among like people be uh, like Twitter because oh be oh cool. it, uh, um I know the, the name of those people that you were looking for. You're looking for the name idiots. Yeah, the, the Darwin Thompsons. Yeah, because the Darwin Thompson truthers of the world. It's yeah. his second year. Rogers doesn't have many people to throw to. But like Jason said, it's not like they. Jimmy Graham kind of sucked last year, and Sternberger only played six games in his first season in the league, and tight ends take time to develop. So, I mean, I'm not taking uh, Jay Sternberger either. I'm just not interested. I, if, I take say, Chris Herndon. If you're going to take a tight end, take Chris Herndon. Before all that, that Herndon late. stuff, I got to say, Michael, I'm very happy you just basically repeated what I said and wasted our time for another minute. <laughs> <laughs> or Eric Ebron. Isn't um, that what I do best? Let me tell you about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> One injury away. This is going to sound surprising. I'm going to go with Jamal Williams. Because I think if Aaron Jones goes down, I don't think A.J. Dillon will see any pass catching work at all. I think Jamal Williams comes in and takes over that role. And I think he becomes a little bit of fancy viable. So I think Jamal Williams is the one injury away, guys. What do you guys hmm. think? Yeah. I mean, I am not. I wouldn't be interested in many people. Jamal Williams just gets the, the default here because... Even if Devontae Adams were to go down, I'm still not interested in any of those receivers either. I'll say Lazard. Lazard could be a wide receiver three. Lazard if if Devontae Adams goes down. Yeah, obviously. Lazard's another guy who's uh, getting a lot of trendiness. I'm just not really there with Lazard either. I'd rather take upside shots on guys like, like Rager, Jefferson, and others of that sort. <clears throat> All right. Let's finish this shindig off. As Michael clears his throat for the 507th time this podcast. It's very um, hot in here and just like muggy. So you have to clear your throat? That doesn't make any sense. Circus. Tell them where to find you, where they can read your words and they don't have to listen to your voice while you clear your throat. At Jason. At Mike. And at BrotoFFTim is where you'll find us. See what I did there. At BrotoFantasy.com for all of us. BrotoFantasy.com for our articles. Uh, our rankings um, and for true throw values, our exclusive stat and through tar- true target values. Also, if you want to join a Patreon listener league, are you in a shitty league and you're tired of playing people that don't know shit about shit? Then come and join a 
a Brodo League. We actually have a friend of ours. A friend is honestly an understatement. Uh, basically our cousin. Um, he is a Brodo patron because he's a good dude and he wants to support us. And he went into the tier to join a, a Patreon league um, uh, so that he can be with people who know what they're talking about because he's in leagues that with people that are, it's just too easy. And he's been winning championships and he wants to play with some real competition. He also is in our money league for the first year this year. And I'm very excited for him uh, in that sense. So um, shout out to James Diddy, if you're listening. Um, yeah. Uh, tomorrow we are coming at you with the Vikings victory. The North. See Winter is coming in the North. See ya.